I'm Delina. And I'm Gabby. And this is One Podcast Fits All. A show made by funny Latinas who refuse to fit in. Every Tuesday, we'll talk about our struggles, regale you with embarrassing stories, fascinate you with original sketches, and delight you with hilarious parodies. One, One Podcast, podcast fits, fits All. Welcome back to One Podcast Fits All. We invite you to visit our website and connect with us on our socials, onepodcastfitsall.com. If you enjoy our show, please show love by rating, reviewing, and most importantly, subscribing to our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you consume your podcast. That way, whenever we have a fresh new episode, you know and you get your ears ready for some goodness. Today, we are exploring the world of scams. Scams have been around forever, and some of them are easily identifiable, and some of them are not. Um, I'm sure we've all been victims of a scam at some point in our life. Oh, for sure. I've got plenty of stories. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to point out a, a, a couple of the replies of the responses we've gotten on social media. We asked the question, you know, have you ever been scammed? And I find it funny that most people associated scams with um, fuckboys. Yeah, we got a couple of people like, well, do fuckboys count? And I'm like, well, was there any money involved? Um, there usually is. There usually is something tangible. Yeah, <laughs> it happened to me. It happened it to me. I was dating this dude um, and... You know, at the beginning it was fine. It was great. But then. And usually that's how it all starts. Everything is just too perfect at the beginning. Right, right. And I didn't have a car. So it's not like I was, you know, winning at that point. And he, so he would pick me up to go on our little dates or whatever. And we would just do like normal, like we would go to Outback, whatever. And then one day he's like, you know, babe, I can't pick you up because I don't have any gas. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. He's like, no, but I, I, no he cobrado todavía, and I don't have any gas in my car, so, you know, uh, we'll just have to wait a couple of days. But I wanted to see him, so I was like, no, dude, pick me up. I'll put gas in your car since you always pick me up. So that's how it started. Right. So then, like, it, it almost became like a routine between us where, like, I would pay for everything. And I'm, look, I'm not, I'm a feminist. I, I, I'm not opposed with going Dutch. I'm not opposed right, right. with taking turns with the dates. Yeah, but uh, yeah, hasta un punto, but, uh, it's like yeah. you're getting taken for a ride. Exactly. Until, oh, let me borrow some money because I got to pay my rent and I got to do all these things. Y yo como una estupida would do it. Yeah, because you're wrapped up in, you know. Right. Instead of saving up for the car that I needed to get or, or whatever, you know, right. or leaving my family's house where I was staying. So fuckboys are considered, they could be scared of scams. I At least they categorize, scam the shit out of you. Yeah. yeah. I categorize fuckboys as a scam. Also, even if you don't take my money, you're taking away my time and my emotions. Yeah, you're wasting my life. Exactly. Basically. Like, if, if you know that men, if you're listening, <laughs> if you know that the woman you're sleeping with or the woman you're seeing has feelings for you and you don't let her go. And vice versa. I mean, ladies, vice versa. Like, yeah, I've met friends who were like they friends on the guy, but they have him keep fixing their car, doing the thing, and it's like, bitch, like you're not interested in him. Please, like, stop throwing him a you're bone. You're a scam. Yeah, you're yeah. scamming him for what you can get out of you're him. You're being a fuck right. girl. Yeah. So some of them, some 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 scams take a while, right? Some to build up and see that you're getting scammed. Some are visible to the eye, like the spoof the spoofed emails that you get from Apple. They're like, oh, you just spent. on shoes and you're like fucking no I didn't or um, there's so many scams like this whole week I've been just walking around going that's a scam that's a scam I just I'm queen they call me queen skeptic because yo no creo en nadie 
You yeah. know, my mom always had a saying, I que vivir con el cuchillo en la boca. Because like, yeah, you're fucking, there's, everybody's trying to take your money. Especially people like your mom, people of that generation. It happens to my parents too. Oh my Where God, they get yeah. these phishing emails and you're like, me lo mandan por WhatsApp. Mira lo que me mandó. Or the text messages, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, mom, Apple is with two P's. <laughs> like you can see in the in the like yeah. you can see that somebody wrote in the body of the email. Hello, I am Apple. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like your password broken. Yeah, <laughs> your password broken. Please put here. All no right. call police. Yeah, no call police. <laughs> yeah, and it's some of them are blaringly obvious like that, which it sucks because for the older generation that might not be so obvious for them. Mm-hmm. And then some of them are kind of like disguised. I feel like some scams. Some scams are easily disguisable because, like, at the end of the day, like, you are kind of getting some tangible goods or, like, some kind of coaching. Like, um, uh, growing up, I always wanted to be in the entertainment industry. My parents always Ooh, tried to I put love me. Where this is going. I, I, you know, they were, my parents supported me. Because they were like, obviously, she's a clown. She's a goofball. Like, let's, like, support her. Like, what are we going to do? We can't convince her of anything else. Like, let's, like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> she's not going to be a doctor. Right, exactly. <laughs> she's not going to be a mathematician, obviously. So let's just see if this works out. So things like, um, I don't know if you ever heard of Barbizon School of Modeling. Like, you know, and you would model in the mall. Or we went to a talent agency and they were basically like, yeah, sure, we'll make, yeah, we'll get her jobs. Yeah, she'll be in commercials, okay? But first, first, we need acting classes, and that's going to cost, you know, $300. We need headshots, and that's going to cost $300. You know, um, office fees, <laughs> whatever. Right, 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 right. So by the time you fucking give them all this money, it's like, okay, with the intention of eventually getting a job, maybe? It's like, it's a scam, because at the end of the day, you don't need all that shit. Like, you could figure that out. You don't need somebody... Yeah. You know? My mom took me to a place similar to that oh, in, yeah. in in Fort Myers, was it? Or mm-hmm. something? Like, uh, random town, Florida, right? Obviously, you're not... Whatever. But she, what does my mom know Maybe about were, show business? Did she read you know? a, Well, but like my mom, too. But they see something in the newspaper. Exacto. She and saw they know that, that the daughter yeah. loves it. So they're like, oh, mira, vamos a llevarte. A ver si te, si te descubran, right? If, yeah. if, if you get discovered. Yeah. I don't know how we found that place, but we found it, right? And we get there, the same thing. Like, the playbook is there, right? Yeah. And you come into the place, to the little office inside of a strip mall. And it's all full of pictures of success. Yeah. Right? Like all, all the headshots of all their actors. And you can't quite really recognize any of them. Like they're not really famous. Right. But they have a but card they're that working, says featured right? in the McDonald's commercial. Yeah. And working in Broadway. And you're like, oh, wow. And right. they specialize in children. Yeah. Like children and teenage acting mm-hmm. agency. So in the same agency, I know, in the same agency, there was a guy called Harvey Weinstein. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're like, oh, the, kidding, the kidding. plot thickens. Um, um, and right there, it's also La Escuelita. So they, they saw me. They were like, oh, my God, your daughter's beautiful. And she's so talented. I did, my, I did like my little monologue audition, you know, <laughs> my little 14-year-old thing, thing, right. thing, thing. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, my God, she's great. And she speaks Spanish, too. She speaks Spanish and English. Perfect. Yeah, she's going to have the twice the market. Right. But again, lo mismo que tú, ¿no? So, so, but this one had like a focus on modeling. And I was like, yes, I'm going to be a model. I'm right. c- I clearly, uh-huh. Luz Gordita yeah. in Florida is going to be a model. Like, well, you know, I am chubby, but I'm really cute. I'm so I can be like a, yes. the chubby, you know, actress number three. 
no por nada. But I remember those modern classes. I was slaying that runway, <laughs> yes, bro. Slay. I have no doubt. I would look around at all the other girls and I was like, they are not half as sassy as I am, bro. Like when it was my turn, bro, everybody move away. Yeah. The light is shining, uh -huh. you know. So they loved me because I was eager beaver in everything. Right. And then it was time to take the headshots. And, for, and because I've always been self-conscious about my arms. So for the day of the headshots, I wore a jean jacket and a red shirt underneath because red is my color, right, for pictures because this is what they taught me. And we're, and they take the headshots in front of everybody, right? And they take a couple of pictures. They're like, okay, now you got to take off the jacket because, you know, the jean jacket. And I was like, nope, you are not going to convince me to take off this jacket and show my arms to everybody. And they were there for hours trying to convince me. They took the pictures of all the other kids and then went back to me. And I was like, nope, I'm not taking it out. And I got super upset. <laughs> I started crying. And my mom had to pick me up. And she was like, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> If this is how you get out of people trying to take your picture, I'm pulling you out of yeah, this Yeah, but at the same time, too, like, fuck them. Like, I don't want to take my jacket off. What? Right. What? Like, good. I'm glad you stood. I'm. I'm glad Baby Gabby stood her ground. She did. Good. She was not having it. Fuck those people. But you know, that's why I'm not in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any new segments this week? I don't know. I don't think we. Oh. 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 Well, we do. We have a new app review with our producer Anna. Thank you, ladies. As everyone knows, I have been going through a rough patch in my life, but things have been actually getting better, oh, and I am the happiest I've been in a very long time. Oh, okay. Yay. Yeah, this is great. I was starting to worry about you. Oh, no worries, my friend. No more. I met someone. Oh, yeah? And he is amazing. Oh, we want to know. Tell us. what. Tell us more about him. Well, for starters, he lives in a small European country. Okay. And how does that tie in with the app review? Just you wait. Rude. Yeah, rude. Okay. Go on, Anna. Okay. I recently downloaded Find Your Prince. It's an exclusive dating app that allows you to connect to all sorts of royals abroad. This sounds sus. Uh, all aboard the Rude Express, please, Anna. I'm intrigued. Continue. Okay, this app is out of this world. In an instant, you have access to thousands of single, rich, and available royals from Europe, Africa, and Asia. And after a couple of minutes on it, I got a match! Mm. Yes, his name is Gustav Bridgerton Third. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, what's his title? Well... Obviously, not everyone can be a prince. Obviously. Especially in a small country like Andorra. He is a bova in Andorra. A bova? What on earth is a bova? It's the royal acronym, like how OBE is Order of, a Brit of the British Empire. Mm -hmm. Bova is a brother of vecinos of Andorra. Anna, I, I honestly don't Shh, think... Keep talking, Anna. He is the next door neighbor... Of a noble family out there, and third in line for this family's inheritance because they don't have any children of their own. Of course they don't. So he's like a child to them. Exactly. And unfortunately, his country is going through a bit of turmoil. Stop in Andorra. And there's nothing happening in Andorra. Quiet. Go on, Nana. 
And after talking to him for a few weeks, he confessed his love to me. What? All through this app? No, I gave him my personal number. <sighs> Duh, we're in love now. So get this. He's going to inherit a million dollars, but he can't use his bank account because of a dispute with his family. So wasn't it his neighbor's family? Yeah. No. Well, yes, but I guess some of other family members, like they have a problem. Alex, just listen to this recording. Anna, my princess, soon we'll be together and never will we part again. I do miss you so much. And I only ask for one thing, the bank account information and confirmation for the plane ticket to New York so that soon we can be together. Oh, Anna, my Anna. <sighs> Sounds like he's really in love. Is his voice something? Mm-hmm. Well, so he can't really use his own bank account. Stop, because- stop. Anna, don't tell me you gave him your bank account information. Oh, God. He- yes. He said he was going to marry me and that the money would hit my account today. And that once I get the money, I should buy him a plane ticket oh to New God. York. New York? But we're in Miami. But he has business in New York to claim his rightful throne. What does New York have to do with Andorra? I I, I guess nothing. <laughs> no, you guys are right. It's happening again. Oh, I can't believe this. Well, for what it's worth, I don't blame you. It sounded nice. Yes, it did. Because I deserve a prince and a million dollars. Instead, I got a lion scumbag on the internet who has my bank account and my social security number. Whoa, you gave him your social? And my mailing address. Oh, my God. Oh, man, I have to go to the Interpol now. Siempre me pasa lo mismo. I'm so trusting of people. And then I trust and then they kick me when I'm down. <sighs> but now I'm going to get on a plane to Andorra and I'm going to show them what one. The principe ni que principe mundo con Andorra. Pyramid schemes. Oh my god. Biggest scams ever. Right. Did you see the, the Lula Roe documentary? No. Oh Th- that's like athletic wear? It's like leggings. Okay. It's this like weird uh family of white people that started a leggings company uh-huh. and it became a pyramid scheme. Uh-huh. And so the the lady that started it, it's like some, like like the southern lady. She had the bright idea to make sure to 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 incentivize people recruiting people. So just like Herbalife. So the real business in Herbalife and Lularoe and all of these uh, Amway, Mary Kay, the real business comes from recruiting. So you are, suppose I'm generation number one, right? And I recruit Delina and Anna. You guys are my generation number two. So anything that you sell, I'm going to get a percentage of commission. When you guys recruit two people each, I get commission out of those two people, third generation. Then those two people that each of you got get two more people, the fourth generation, I still get commission out of those, right? But it comes to a point where, the commission is greater if you keep recruiting people versus yeah. selling product. Uh-huh. So the company is not about selling product anymore. It's about selling, it's about recruitment. Yeah. So that's considered Which at the end of the scheme. day, uh, 
that's harder to just sell shit to people. You know what I mean? Yeah, recruiting is better. Recruiting is harder. Obviously, you're going to make more money off of that because that's the hardest part no. of that whole thing. Todo lo contrario. Recruiting is the easy part. Because re when you're recruiting someone, you're, okay, you buy six leggings off of me. How many more leggings are you going to buy off of me in your lifetime? After you bought already six leggings out of me. You're not going to buy leggings from me every month. Right. You get what I'm saying? But if I come to you and I say, Dalina, you're you a work. Sell leggings. You're a, you're a stay-at-home mom. Imagine all those hours that you're at home taking care of the kids. You could be making money and you're still with your kids. And you can be a better wife to your husband because you can contribute to the household. Imagine that. And you can be independent. And you can find a community of like-minded women like me. So that's what this Lula Road right, people were right. doing. You know, and we're going to go on a cruise. And once we're on the cruise, we're going to meet Katy Perry, which is a thing that happened. Really? Like they they hired Katy Perry for a private concert. Wow. Katy Perry or whatever. Insert singer here, you know. So what, what was the downfall of Lula Rose or that whatever? That the leggings started to suck because the company wasn't about the product anymore. The company was about the the recruitment oh so the the quality of the product really really started did, to suffer started to suffer because the whole thing is okay so you want to join lula row you have to pay x amount of thousands quince mil dollars to buy a bulk of leggings and that's how you enter the business but oh like I don't a fucking franchise right i don't have fifteen thousand dollars no you you don't now but when you sell the leggings and when you recruit your own team you're gonna have double the money you're investing in yourself oh see exactly right. pero cuando le llegaban los leggings a la gente eran unos leggings asquerosísimos rotos even they interviewed the designers of the leggings because the whole thing with luda row was they only fabricate that one pattern one time And then they never make it again. So you have to jump in when the iron's hot. Because otherwise you'll never find those same leggings again. Oh. So they had a whole team of designers that had to be constantly pumping out patterns for these freaking leggings. Y los propios designers were scamming because they needed to make like 100 patterns a week. Who, for, for más creative que tú seas... Who can design a hundred uh, yeah, patterns in a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so they would start Googling patterns and changing one thing. And just like stealing other patterns right. from other people. And yeah. just like, oh my God, submitting patterns twice. ¿Me entiendes? Yeah. So the whole, whatever. The documentary is amazing. It's on Prime, I think. And it's great. Y lo mismo con Herbalife. So I joined Herbalife. Oh, he did? <laughs> I, have, I mean, everybody has at least friends. If not you, somebody you know. Because... Yeah, I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah, and I, apparently I love a scam. Well, diet <laughs> scams, specifically. I love getting scammed in many ways. So my cousin joined Herbalife because he had a friend that joined Herbalife, right? And he um, he got into a huge fight with my entire family because everybody was like, it's a scam, they're going to take your money, blah, yeah. blah. And my cousin was like, no, I'm going to do this thing. And he persevered. And one time he was like, I really need to make my quotas this month. Can I make you uh, a Herbalife member under my team? And I was like, yeah, bro, I'll help you out. Whatever you want. You know, like, of course, make me a member. And then um, that me this means I get the shakes at a member price, right? Mm -hmm. so, so Herbalife is these diet shakes that you resell. Mm -hmm. So you buy them at a cheaper price and you sell them more expensive. But you know what you should do? You should recruit people and you should make your own team. Right. Claro, me, I did it for like three days. 
And I spoke to two people and I immediately gave up. Yeah, I'm a terrible salesperson. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, uh, do you want this uh, this glass of water that you probably don't need because you have so many of them? Over there? Oh, no. Okay. All right. It's a cool. It's a cool. You didn't need it anyways. That's how I sell <laughs> shit. I'm not very good at it. So that's what happened to me. And like the two people I tried to like, hey, I'm in doing her. But they were like, that's a scam. You should get out of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. But fast forward like two years or so. My cousin was traveling all over the world. And I was like, wait a minute. What is this? One day he's like, oh, you know, I need you to receive the checks at your house that I'm getting from Herbalife because he was living in Venezuela and, and he had a bank account here and a, this whole thing. And I would see the checks that he was getting from Herbalife and he would get like $30,000 in a check. $25,000. Holy like, shit. In these crazy royalty checks. Holy shit. Royalties for what though? For the, his team recruitments. For his generations of people, because he kept oh. recruiting more people. And then the more that you recruit, the more you rise in the ranks of the pyramid. Uh-huh. Till you get to like Presidente, like, Salea, and, like Scientology or whatever. Like Scientology, till you get woke. ¿Cómo se llama? <laughs> till you get clear. He went clear. Oh, wow. He went clear. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> pero ¿qué pasa with all these pyramid schemes? And, eh, eh, you know, I don't know the details or the dates, but it, it llegó un momento that the law changed, that the government was like, well, this is a Ponzi scheme. You know, you're not selling a product. You're just clearly just scamming people, right? right? So they made it so that companies cannot give these huge bonuses anymore to people for recruitment. That you, the, the main source of income for you not to be considered a Ponzi scheme has to be from the product that you're selling. Yeah. So cuando esa ley cambió, un montón de gente empezó a quedarse sin dinero. Because the majority of their income was right. these crazy bonuses thing. for the recruitment. Right. So now you have to solely rely on the product. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how after all of this garbage, people still go strong. Like, okay, um, like the extended car warranty is something that's never going to fucking go away. Those text messages about that, the call, phone a calls. Me how la many times? Vez, bro? Are you serious? Yeah. And it's it's not like... It's easy to fall into these scams, too. I don't want people thinking, like, they feel bad about it. And, yeah, you know, you feel bad afterwards. But this is, like, scams like its own industry. Like, seriously. People uh, make their life off of that. So it's not that you're dumb. If you get caught up in one of these things, people use your vulnerabilities against you. I mean, Herbalife, people who are trying to lose diet, uh, lose weight, that's a vulnerable people. Churches, churches are a fucking scam. People who are sick and go to the church and the church is like, give us money and sow the seed with Jesus so that Jesus can rain all of his glory upon you. You know, when That's you a mentioned, scam. you mentioned Scientology, the number one scam, scam right? Hey, like, come here, hold these two cans and we're going to measure your inner demons in this right. audit room yeah. and buy this book. Yeah. You're clear. Yeah. Just pro- professional religion of scam. It's a scam religion. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what's crazy about them, though? They own so much real estate around the world. They're rich. But, but look at the all buildings the people that are comprised are, of them. The buildings are empty because they don't have that many members. Yeah. And I've seen some pretty big Scientology buildings, están too. Están well, Except the people that are kidnapped, you know? But están vacíos. <laughs> the kidnapped people are living in there. I'm not always in the mood to prepare a healthy meal. It's just easier to buy fast food. I work all day in a high-stakes job, and the gym is just not a priority. I can't stop thinking about food all the time. 
The world is such a difficult place to navigate, let alone while overweight, isn't it? If you've tried it all and it just seems like there's a voice inside your head that keeps telling you to eat your feelings, you're not fat, you're possessed. Hi, I'm Faith Livestrong, and I know what it's like to struggle with the weight of the world and battle with the demons of obesity. Come to Faith's Family Fat Camp, a state-of-the-art facility with top-of-the-line exercise equipment like the rack for maximum stretching and our Iron Maiden line of weights and kettlebells. But if you can't make it all the way out here to Kentucky or are still scared of the pandemic, we also have online classes like Christian Yoga. Let's take a nice deep breath and go into cross, arms open wide, and back down to fallen angel. Walk on water aerobics slash baptism pool. Today, we acknowledge your old, fat, flabby, dumpy, meaty self is buried with Christ. And you have been raised with new skinny life in Jesus. I now baptize you skinny in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In our best-selling class, don't mind me, I'm just kickboxing the demons away. Good stretch. All right, let's get our exercise in. Get into your fight stance. Hold up your cross and let's kick the carbs out. Uppercut those sugar cravings and rebuke those fat demons out of that precious vessel. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! If you find yourself saying, I just don't think these conventional methods will work for me. We have just started signing members up for our new service, Fatsercism. And we've seen results that will make your head spin. During a Fatsercism, we will have one of our pastor trainers evict the fat demons out of your body through hailed overseas techniques never seen before in the States. By tying me to bed, replacing food with prayer and soft drinks with holy water, Faith and her pastor trainers helped me harness the power of Christ to lose over 60 pounds. Silence, Beelzebub! I think the demons are gone for real now. I'll come, I'm going to stop eating. The power of cars compel you! The power of cars compel you! The power of cars compel you! Come meet the Lord and have him walk you through this journey of lifelong health with Faith's Family Vacant, where we'll starve that succubus of calories and feed you with the word of our Lord Jesus Christ. When we were trying, okay, when we and my husband first moved out of our parents' house, which is our, you know, we moved in together. You know, back in the day, we were young. We weren't getting paid very much money, and we're kind of poor. We're trying to find our own place, and places are expensive in Miami. Mm-hmm. So 
we looked on Craigslist, and this is we. I spoke to one of our listeners too, who told me about her getting scammed through rentals through Craigslist. Craigslist is terrible. Like seriously, I go to Craigslist for entertainment at this point. Um, but we were using Craigslist to find the place to find the rental place, and there was so many rental scams out there of like, oh, this is the apartment, right? It shows you the pictures, and this, and then you 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 send them a, the, an email of like, hey, I'm interested in this in this place. And they respond, oh, okay, no problem. The key, it's open. Uh, I can give you the code for the key, but I'm in a different country right now, so I can't show you the apartment. But you would all you would need to do is give me a deposit. And, like, it's like it, it works itself around like that. And you end up trusting people because you're so vulnerable, and then they end up fucking you over. Like, so many rental scams. You give them the deposit and turn around and notice that it's not a person that exists. So now you just gave your money to someone You don't know who they are, and now you're still out. You don't have a house, and you still need to come up with money for first and last rent. So it's like, especially what you just said, when you're still, when you're first moving out of your parents' house, when you're still young and still kind of naive and still kind of figuring out how to adult, that's when these things happen. Right. Or like whenever you're in a really tough bind, you could be older and you could be struggling momentarily financially and some asshole comes and scams you and you're like, you know, now you're out on your ass. Well, that's the reason why things like Herbalife are huge in Latin America, because it's very aspirational. It's very much like, look, you live in a third world country. You have no food. You live in a zinc roof under a zinc roof like look this could be you taking destiny in your own hands right and it's a food supplement so you can also consume it yourself right which is what you remind me just like the treasury you know that uh, unclaimed uh like you go online and you might have stuff money owed to you by the government what? But you call this number and they'll set you up and get it for you. But it's like you don't really need to go through them. Technically, you can go through the bank, say, hey, I'm so-and-so. And you shows up that you owe me money from something that I overpaid. And then they have to give it to you anyway. Well, my accountant for Front Yard Theater Collective, a sketch comedy and improv troupe that I run. Um, <laughs> I was doing my own taxes for years. And then I finally hired an accountant. And when he saw my previous taxes, he was like, girl... You are overpaying taxes. Why are you doing this? And I was like, I don't know, Mr. Accountant. I want to be American person. I pay my taxes. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, no, girl. And he got me a shit ton of money back. Nice. A shit ton. He got me like two grand back. Nice. Yeah. And it's been spent. <laughs> and it's been spent. In props and costumes. <laughs> and this podcast. Yep. And look, again, I'm going to go on a limb here and say that the scams, I mean, scams are like, Scams are life, bro. That's what you're. That's a, you're constantly dodging scams. I feel like college is a scam. I always felt like college was a scam because it's the same thing as going to fucking improv school. Yeah, well, sure, the, you're going to school, but like the problem is, I feel like college in America is a scam because it's become. I feel like at least it's become that way. Es un negocio, yeah. es como la medicina. It's right. a mafia, bro. But when you go to uh, other places, college is free. Medicine is free because you pay, it's not, nothing is free in life, but you pay taxes as a society in order for everyone to have. Right. Are you ready? Fire. I'm going to say, I'm going to say a hot thing. What? Universal health care. Oh, I know. Oh. Oh. Communist. <laughs> right. I know. All my cousins went to college for free, like university because the universities are free and amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't understand why it's become a scam here. And I refuse to go to college because I have to I had to end up paying it myself. And then what? You pay all these you get all these loans to go to school, to get a job, to pay all the loans back. It's like it doesn't make sense to me. That to, to me does not make any fucking sense. Speaking of college scams, have you seen the new Cosby uh documentary? Oh, I haven't seen that yet. No. Well, he made a huge no sé cuánto million dollar donation to Spelman College, which is an all women's uh, HBCU. Oh, yes. all women's college. An all women's college. Shh. He has a building named after him because he gave a bunch of millions. Oh, my God. Imagínate eso. That's, That's how a... much of a scam college is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at the ladies who got who went to jail for trying to do the same thing to get their to get their kids into school. The oh my Becky God, the from, Yeah, and fucking Mossimo. Y la otra Becky. Yeah. I'm just going to call all of them oh, Becky. They're all Beckys. Exactly. But yeah, that's an, uh, insurance to me is also a scam because are you kidding me? Why? I mean, things are going to, bad things are going to happen all the time. Why do I got to just be keep paying? I like, to me, insurance is just makes things harder. It's just a, a scam to make your Mel, uh, medical costs go up. It's just like a scam. Sí, porque al final, I'm paying every month. But then when something happens, right, they're not I gonna still pay all need of it. to pay exactly. until I reach a, a limit. But even when you do reach a limit, yeah. they have like all this fine print where you can still ha- have to pay yeah, some more. So, it's all so much red tape and, and obstacles to go through. That's why but I think then, insurance is a fucking scam. And then, and then if they don't want to pay it, they don't have to pay it. Oh, that's no, mm, no, that happened. That's natural. We can't, that's, we can't cover that. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm ba- house, owning a house. And having to have insurance to cover said house is fucking ridiculous because some shit happens to your house. The insurance is going to do whatever they can to not have to pay you the money. It's a scam. It's a fucking scam. In order to enjoy some of the retribution, um, there is a guy on YouTube that I've lately been scoping out and he scams scammers. So he le tira like me and my husband were cracking up because scammers have a whole thing it's like i to me this whole idea is really interesting because it plays on your psychology right scammers what they do is they show you that it's real they show you that it's the truth that this is the way it is and then they suck you into the lie and then they scam you and that's how it goes this guy uh he's called kit bago uh on youtube he's really funny he'll be on the phone with these scammers for hours and hours call them back the next day and then he'll cut it and make it funny for you to see all the funny parts. Um, but I've been like, you know, you want to see scammers get taken for a ride because some of the shit is ridiculous. Have you seen the Tinder swindler? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yes. exactly. And that's exactly how it plays. He shows you how rich he is, how with this lifestyle oh, that you oh, can so have. Spoiler alert. <laughs> right spoiler well come on but i mean ultimately i feel like if you watch the tinder Swindler documentary you know scams gonna happen anyways like it's that's the whole point of the documentary but he'll show you that it's real so you believe it's real Claro, it's the honeypot. It's the honeypot scam. Right. He's like, oh, look, I'm an eligible bachelor. I'm handsome. I'm young, and I'm a millionaire. And how does he prove this? He invites you on his private jet. So, Dalina, have you ever been on a private jet? Fuck no. No, me neither. Exactly. Yeah. So when this dude that you met on Tinder says, come to my private and jet. And then it's real. It's not like a lie. And he has entourage. Like what What messed with me, his entourage. Yeah, his bodyguard. He, he has a bodyguard. He has a business partner. He has a baby mama. He has a kid. Yeah. They're all in this plane. Yeah. So this all legitimizes, legitimizes him. Legitimizes it. But 
obviamente, in hindsight, they're all in on it, right? Right. They have to all be in they're on it. They're living it's off of the payroll. Exactly. But it's impossible that the lifeguard... Lifeguard? I mean bodyguard. Bodyguard doesn't know that he's a scammer, right? They're all in on the scam. Right. They, Yeah. Well... They could be all in on it, and then you know how it goes, where it's like, um, what is it called? The in denial, where you're just like, yeah, something might be wrong, but mm, whatever. I mean, my lifestyle is taken care of. This guy is doing exactly. it, not me. Like, whatever. and then the other part that 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 mess with me too is like, he, the, he would take them to a restaurant, and the restaurant staff, oh, Mister hey, Mister, hey, back. welcome back. Yeah. So all these things legitimize this person in your head right. until. A couple of months go by. You're now in a steady relationship with this young billionaire that's taking you to Mykonos to party. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he disappears. And when he comes back, he sends these pictures of, of, of uh, we got in an accident and there's blood everywhere. Because he, yeah. he starts to tell you about how his he has safety issues. Right. That his work is very dangerous. Yeah, it's very dangerous. Right. But it all plays into the lie. It exactly. all plays into this facade exactly. that he's creating. Like, yeah. So so you think, oh, he's under, oh, he's, they're after him because of his business. When they're after him because he's stealing people's money, bro. Right. But Nuts. here's the thing. In your head, you're living in James Bond fantasy land and you're dating a super hot billionaire danger guy right right like yeah exactly but you're in denial so you don't want to like you don't want to see the like even when you're getting taken for a ride even in the midst of him asking them to send him money and all this bullshit they were still in for the ride because to him to them He's trying to get away from these people who are after him for the, his right. money. And how devastating is it? Like, put yourself in those. How devastating is it if everything that you've believed for the past six months is a lie? So you yourself put on filters right. mm-hmm. to your own logic exactly. because you want to protect yourself from getting hurt. Right. And then because I had an argument about this with Danny watching it. Not an argument, but we had a, right. a debate because he was like, but how did they believe him? Pero que tonta. Como le manda dinero? And it's like, it's not about que tonta. It's about put yourself in that position. It's a when vulnerable, you are vulnerable position, yeah. And when you are wanting for love and somebody is giving you the love language that you crave and that you need. Right. And they're showering you with gifts and they're love bombing yeah. you and they're telling you that you're everything. And they're showing you tangible proof. Right, right. It's proof, yeah. You're eating caviar. Yeah. I've never had caviar. I'm down to have caviar. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah, I mean, it is, it's, it's, that's why the psychology of it uh, is crazy. The guy on the YouTube, he learned the, the scammers toolbox. He learned the scammers toolbox and that's just how it is. The scammer's going to create an image. He's going to show you something. He's going to make you believe it. You got to believe a lie before you're part of it, right? Yeah. And then they take you for a ride when you're invested, when you're personally invested in it. Then is when is the bait and switch. I have an idea for you, Delina. New business idea. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yes, let's do it. How about we start a helpline for all our listeners out there where, is this a scam? Are you not sure? We'll give you feedback. Right. Tell us what you're going through and we'll let you know. Yeah, right. And that scam. way it'll put a little, it'll throw like a little stick into the gears so you have to stop. I have an outsider take a look. Exactly. Because ultimately, yeah, that's what perspective, right? Like sometimes we're so blinded by it. All right, peeps, you heard it here. We are ready and available <laughs> to see if what you're going through yeah, is a Yeah, if scam. you're talking to a new boyfriend and he's the greatest, you know, 
bring, come over here and talk to us about him and we'll make the determination and see if he's the real deal. Send us the voice notes. Yeah, send us the voice notes. We want to hear them. And send us your love on social media and please follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We have a new Twitter account. We have a Twitter account. We do. We're going to be active on that. I promise. It's one of my goals. Good job. Good job. So uh, feedback. Yes. Let us know. Also, uh, embarrassing stories. We're still open on that one. We are creating another part of the show specifically for your embarrassing stories. So send those our way. Send those our way. And um, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. 